Previously, on Dice Tales. In the aftermath of the battle, the Children of Destiny searched their fallen foe, finding both a tracking device and some kind of sending stone. The sending stone proved to be connected to Rivalin Tanthal, who spoke of negotiations, but Callista and Jill refused to treat with the Shadowvar. The Children of Destiny, minus Leith, made their way to the city gates, where Galen's appearance brought renewed hope. After planning to debrief with the city's leadership first thing in the morning, most of the Children of Destiny took a much-needed night's rest, while a lone werewolf howled mournfully outside the city. And that's where we pick up the story. Lee, we're gonna cut to you. In the, okay. in the middle of the night. I'm assuming, uh, Leith getting much sleep tonight? Leith is not sleeping. Tonight. Didn't think so. What is going on with Lee? Um, as things around the gates <clears throat> quiet down and Gallon shows up and all the remaining zombie folk are killed off by the rest of the forces, um, I'm assuming most people would retreat back into the city yes. and Leaf would stay. Um, <clears throat> A few, on the ground. a few guards come by and ask if they can help you. Some clerics try to talk to you. Anybody who comes within sort of the charred circle of Leith, apart from Katya, mm -hmm. would be greeted with a very canine snarl and growl. Uh, um, no words, but like half turning into a werewolf to intimidate and scare these people off. As he Katya will probably also join in on giving yep. them a little intimidating look to get them to back away. She's so intimidating. Very much. So, so scary. <laughs> Rolls on her back. <laughs> and about the time night begins to fall and the moon begins to rise, uh, Leaf would, uh, I'm pretty sure I've already used my speak with animals for the day, uh, but Leith would tell Katya that it's time for her to, to go back to um, the Hall of Twilight. And he would just stay by himself out there. Um, Katya was told by Callista to stay. So she yeah. plants her haunches and she just... This is... This is the content we're all here for. <laughs> I am. I love it. Can I make an intimidation check to scare Katya Versus Katya's will save. Which I don't think is great. It's not. Uh, and I would aid that with uh, my haunted fae aspect as well. Ooh. Nice. Get all that spooky fae stuff going on. <clears throat> Um, I'm pretty sure that's a 29. Yeah, Katya only got a 15. So as, as you snarl, your eyes glow, and your hair sort of flies back, and Katya takes a few steps back, bristling, and then... She starts to whine, and, like, her, her head goes down, and her tail oh, kind of goes between her, her legs. Her ears like, are flat. Her ears are flat. She back, she's, like, backing away from him, like, friend... Friend, why? She, she has the emotion, doesn't really have the emotional capacity to understand other than, you know, Leith hurt, I hear. <laughs> um, but yeah, Leith would just 
stay angry until she, she got the, the idea. And she backs away and she finally, like, she, she'll continue to back away until she, like, butts up against the gate of the city. And then she'll just kind of look at him for a minute and then she'll turn around and she'll just, like, take off like a shot. Alright, you're left alone, Leaf. Um, and this entire time, Leaf has been fidgeting with his pocket watch and trying to figure out some way, channeling this mysterious magic that he possesses that he doesn't fully understand. Um, literally trying to find a way to magically turn back time. Um, like winding the clock the watch backwards and channeling all of the energy that he can into it. And it's just, nothing is working. Um, completely overcome by grief. And he's scoured this whole area for any remnant of who Harley was and what she used to be. Um, but he was pretty thorough in his destruction. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, looking out towards the woods, um, outside of the wall, you would suddenly see a pair of glowing lights looking at you that for a moment you think are eyes until they go apart and then start to kind of drift. And as you focus on them through the darkness, you would recognize that they are pixies. Oh. oh god. Oh god. Leaf is gonna stay put. Well, you will hear tiny voices call out Your Highness! Your Highness! <laughs> Hey, listen! Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and then they float out of the woods and they come around and they start like circling around your head. <laughs> what do you want? And one of them starts like floating right in front of me. It's this little diminutive thing uh, with buzzing wings and uh, sort of like. Dark brown coloring to all of their uh, little fairy outfit and wings. And they would say, The queen has sent us. She felt your anguish. She wishes to speak to you. I have nothing to say to her right now. Thank you for coming. The other one buzzes around by your ear and says, She says she can help. She wants to help. At what cost? And the first one says, You'll have to speak to her. Is she here? I can't travel. She is not here, but she can speak to you if you follow us. Leaf will slowly stand, which isn't that much taller than when he's sitting down. Yep. <laughs> and kind of look over his shoulder 
towards the city and, and the Hall of Twilight and transform into his wolf form. Give a long, lonely, sad howl. And then follow the pixies into the woods. Okay. Um, the two of them flit ahead, uh, sort of doing figure eights if they're flying, but the nams will stop and look back at you and say, this way, come! And they're they're leading you sort of it, it, hither and thither through the woods, not on a straight path necessarily even, um, but you're definitely making your way in some sort of a direction. And at one point, the trees around you thin out, and you find yourself uh, standing at the edge of a small pond um, that the the moon above, there's enough light coming through the tree canopy here to create a reflection rippling on the water. And they both hover over it, and they say, here, here. And in the moonlight shining down onto this pond, it would catch a glimmer in sort of the guard hairs, the dark streak uh, that runs down like a a wolf's back between its ears. Um, And that has, where it was always like, had a slight tinge of green to it, it is now a distinctly forest green streak of fur. Um, Very reminiscent of the color of Farley's hair. And (laughs) Wolfly will look up at the moon for a very long moment for doing that sort of sad exhale that dogs are known to do when <laughs> oh. when they're not feeling it <clears throat> and then slowly resume his numb form. Okay, as you shrink back down and find yourself uh, looking into the reflection in the pond of yourself, uh, your own image starts to waver and shift, and you suddenly find yourself looking at a figure that sort of like comes down from the depths and up, and is covered in waving leaves um, that drift in and up on the water. Just this cascade of red hair that's also floating in the water. Um, the, the sort of almost pupilless eyes that you remember from your one meeting. And while she looks somewhat different, she is in the, it's impossible to deny that it's the same fairy queen that you met in the woods. And in episode one, in the very first episode of Dice Tales Live. Wow. Yes. And her lips don't even move, but you hear a voice, and she says, My son. And it sort of echoes around you. My queen? I have felt your pain. It is deep. 
Is this the world you wish to stay part of? Is what caused you to suffer so? This is the world where I'm needed. Where I can make a difference. I don't know what you designed when... What designs you had when... When you swapped me and, and my brother. I've only ever wanted... To be good at something. To make a difference. And I can't do that hiding in some tree. I can do that here. We do not hide. We are everywhere. Really? Where were you today? I am here now. Too late. It is not too late. Where were you in Mithranor? Where were you in Symbia? You wish to wander the world. You wished to walk it and make your own choices. Would you have me interfere with every step of the way? No. But don't pretend that you could just fix everything. Because if you could, you should have done it already. We cannot fix everything. But no one can. But I can fix this. How? The power of true resurrection. Do you know it? Beyonce has said some things, but... Unlike the clerics of the world, it's their power from divinity. My power comes from nature. And her spirit is a part of that nature. Her spirit remains, though her body be destroyed. Her body is a natural thing. It can be recreated. She can be brought back. It is not outside my power. There is much you do not understand of our world and what we're capable of. You are angry, understandably, and we do not interfere in all ways with the mortal world. But it is not our world. I will do this for you, my son, because you are one of us. What cost? Last time I needed you help, you made me make a deal. Swear my life away. That is my nature as well. I cannot make a deal with anyone without some cost. Some equivalent cost. Without equivalency, is something I can arbitrate to a degree. You wish to escape your fate 
but I have need of you as well, and so do your subjects and your world. They have need of the lessons that you have learned in this mortal world. They, they will find use for you. You will be important, needed. I need you to come back to us when you have done this work of yours in the mortal world. But I know you, and I know you would look for a way to trick yourself out of this deal. So what I offer you is this. I will bring Harley back. She will await you in my court. When all is done, you will come to free her to this world that you are in now, and you will remain in ours. You so belong. Bring her back to be a prisoner. No, she will be freed. Free this to come and go. doesn't sound like freedom. It is for her. Can I make a... <laughs> I really need better intelligence. <laughs> I need to be smarter. Uh, if I had a nickel for every time on a daily basis, I thought that. <laughs> um, what would I know about the followers of Mistress, the deity of magic that, that Harley followed, and their views on mm. the afterlife. Um, it would be an odd religion tag. I don't trust any of my dice. <laughs> Treat me while clockwork die. 16? Uh, so as far as you know, um, Mistra's followers are not the sort that, like, don't believe in resurrection or think that, like, once you die, you should stay dead. There are plenty of powerful wizards and sorcerers and followers of Mistra who have come back afterwards. Um, they don't have, like, a particular feeling on that. They just know that when they die, that they would go to Mistra's plane um, to be with her is what they believe. Do I have to decide right now? No. Although her spirit will not stay attached to this world forever, she will travel down the river and her soul will find its eternal rest in time. The decision must be reached within seven moons. She's not going to that stupid carnival place, is she? <laughs> no. You're sure of that? I am certain. Leith will look up, 
at the moon. And a single tear is just going to roll down the side of his face. How should I reach you when I decided on, on an answer? You will have the power to reach out to me whenever you wish, my son. Come to a secluded place in nature and commune with the spirits there. I'll see you in the next seven moons, then. Or before. I know it is difficult for you to understand. A mother's burden or decisions, especially one of an immortal. But know that the choices I've made are out of love for you. And with that, she recedes down into the water and the light within fades out and you see your own reflection looking back at you. Leaf is just going to stare at himself, framed by the moon and the reflection of this pool for a long moment. And then kind of cast about for a bit on a good sized rock and just chuck it into the water. Breaks up the reflection and the sound. Um, and the two little pixies who had lighted on a branch nearby, uh, they both get wet from the splash and they shake their little wings off. <laughs> and they say, Is there more you wish of us? Leave me in peace. Aye, and they're both like little curtsies, and off they flip. Man. And Leaf is going to look around this stand of trees, put a little distance between himself and the pond, mm-hmm. and using a leaf. I will, not my last, but one of my last fourth level spells, uh, cast Secure Shelter, and uh, your cabin appears. (laughs) A tree grow his cabin. Mm -hmm. Um, But this time it's a lot smaller. It's gnome sized, and instead of sort of the bunkhouse feel uh, that it typically has when the whole party stays. It's just got one king-sized gnome bed. (laughs) So a twin? (laughs) A short twin. (laughs) And he will go in, the fire is crackling, and he will just pull one of the wooden stools away from the table that's been created and sit down in front of the clock that hangs over the fireplace. 
and just watch the minutes tick away. Okay. Until he eventually falls asleep. Wow. Alright. Morning comes uh, for you all. Uh, Beyonce, Galen would have some things to talk to you about uh, that night. Um, about how they have spoken to some of the other paladins of Bahamut and that they potentially will have some backup if some is needed in the future for any kind of assault. <laughs> um, they they have pledged that they will aid. This is wonderful news. I don't know quite the news yet, but it's good to keep in the back pocket. I told them that you will not use them sparingly. He will likely have to call them all if it comes down to it. I know what kind of what kind of villains you face. We still we still know so little about them. It's infuriating, it's enraging. There must be a way to find out more. We've been scouring the library and they're helping, but our very presence here has already cost innocent lives. And they brush them with a hair like a lock back off your forehead and say, You must have found something. Any leads? The hot person or nothing? Well, of course they do. It's the. What was the name of it? The Shadow. Yep, there. The Dumbrel Calyx? Yeah, that. You hear Callista's voice in your head. Saying it in a annoying tone. The Adumbrocalyx. What you are looking for? Beyond that book is upside down. This is not quite Callista yelling at him. The Ziliqbaripadum. The Adumbrocalyx. Oh, the Adumbrocalyx. We have a lead, but we don't know. Much about it yet. What to expect there? Yes. All right. Good to know. Who, uh, you wanted would... this mirror, and they'll point at the big mirror that's been yes. set up in the room that's here. A very good point. I can take a look. <laughs> Any chance a folding mirror? Like, how are we going to take that shit with us? It's very big. <laughs> <laughs> It's Galen's personal big gilt mirror. Like, I don't know what you expect. <laughs> is it, so is it like dragon looking into its size or Galen looking into its size? Or like, like Galen as humanoid self? It's a little bigger than you would expect for even an extravagant human. <laughs> but beyond like that, uh, like he tries to pick it up. Like, is it heavy? Make a strength check. How much strength did he get back? Not yet. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I, got, I got one back, but it's you a You got one three. back. God, I roll such shit for Beyonce. <laughs> That's like a four. A uh, four, yeah. Uh, you can't budget. <laughs> well, uh, you know, the, the 
moss of the hand, it makes it a little more difficult, right? Winks. Mm. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so he just like kind of leans and, over it. And, and I was so fond of that hand. <laughs> I mean, you and me both. <laughs> we had some great nights together. <laughs> you could have. You and Alan, or you and the hands? Yeah, the hands. <laughs> So, and all together. <laughs> exactly. All of the above and more. Gallon puts a hand like on your wrist there on that stumped hand and says, You could have it redrawn. That is true. I, I could do that myself. Yeah. Maybe. I got any. Last time I did this, I had a conversation with Tyr himself. It seems like a sacrifice is a sacrifice, but if I can have them both, then that would be great. It's hard to tell. I'm kind of waiting for him to call me. Left on red by your god. Yes. Ooh. Ouch. Ooh. Ooh. I, he spoke to me and granted this power. He didn't have the proper spell prepared, and I had to give something in return. I has the hand, by the way. Oh, right here. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you would put it on ice. <laughs> Gross. Probably should, huh? Oh, so we're all dry dry now. <laughs> real good. Yeah. It's starting to Ooh. smell. Oh, it's stinky. Yes, uh, uh, I'll look into that. Um, it's ice. Well, what do you think? Should I give this thing a go? Uh, what do you wish to look for? You done broke out? All right. And I will cast Scry on the Adumbral Calyx. Wow. I'm just... Okay, one sec. Amazing. All right. While Brooke is looking something up, be sure to check us out on Spring.com, where we have dice pouches, stickers, t-shirts, and so much more. Spring.com. Just search Dice Tales Live. And for all of our YouTube friends... Like, subscribe, and comment. So, scrying is specifically on a creature. On a creature. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we've now established the Adumbral okay. Calyx is not a creature. It is uh, not a creature. Calyxian. Um, please. Shit, is there any... I guess we should maybe collaborate with people. I guess I could look at one of the temples. Do it. Kill him. Do we know what the brother, the, I'm assuming that was the Tanthal that we were talking you have to? Never, you have never seen Rivalin. Um, you have seen and met Glennis, who is not the one who was talking over the thing. Okay. So presumably that was Rivalin. Well, I'm going to try Brennus Tanthal. Okay. Uh, the save is, let's see. What is your will save? My will save is on another tab. 
<laughs> Ross, Ross notoriously always keeps open no fewer than 50 tabs. Yes. Because that's how many spells I need to figure out. Um, God bless. It's a plus 14 for my will save. No, not your will save, but what's the save? The save he has your, your um, fifth level spells. Uh, that would be a nineteen, I believe. Nineteen. Okay. You stretch out your senses through this mirror, and the reflection of yourself starts to shift and turn to mist, and you focus on. The, the facial features of Brennus who you've seen unmasked. The, the fair hair, the, the again, like sort of grayed out, <laughs> grayscale skin and eyes. Um, that is quite handsome um, and doesn't seem sort of monstrous. He looks very princely. And for a moment, you, you glance his features and then... His eyes turn and lock on yours. And all you see is that that face. And you see him scowl and raise a hand and go. And the. Before before he goes, can I turn on my my head beam? Your head beam? My my eye. Just no, jury's still out on whether he's able. You won't be able to do that because that's an action, so. <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty safe bet. For these yeah, probs. I know, I'm trying to intimidate him. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, it can start to glow, but you don't get a read out of it. Um, but yes, it would fail. And he'd give him, a, he'd give him like, a, the, a smile. <laughs> nice. And Gallon says, not very friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to Skype with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, at least it works. And he can turn it off very quickly. Good to know. Hmm. Last one? You should go see a cleric. Yes, I, I am a cleric. What do I need to say? No, you should get someone else to help. You are tired. You are wiped out. Why not let someone else do the work? <laughs> Self-care. That's true. <laughs> how many, yes, re- how many restorations do you have prepared to, for yourself? <laughs> I mean, I, I can only use one a week, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep if, one in the chamber, but. Exactly. So if you guys go down there, like, there's multiple clerics. So the one can cast a regular restoration on you. Um, and that will dispel. All permanent and temporary negative levels that you have. All of them. And it also dispels all magical effects penalizing you, cures all temporary ability damage, repairs all points permanently drained, eliminates fatigue, exhaustion, etc. Oh, you have this spell, Ross. I do. He does. Restoration? Yeah. Yeah. 
I've already used it on myself. It didn't wipe everything. Uh, the lesser restoration. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Greater is the one. That okay. The That's the one that does all. Really yeah. Regular restoration does one. Um, they have access to a greater restoration, so that can wipe out all your stuff. Got it. Okay. And they will do it for free for you guys for helping this one time. So if anybody else has negative levels, same thing. You can get a uh, greater restoration spell here. Could you remind me as well, um, what do we get back HP-wise for your level sleeping? when you sleep? Your level. Okay. 14. Yeah, 14. Liz. Yeah. I just looked it up like five minutes ago. So that's oh, <laughs> thank you. Beyonce feels like he just like... Had his back cracked in like just the right oh. way. Like it's the, uh, that was like, so good. I, all, the, all that time leaves you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> and one of the uh, <laughs> one of the things they would ask you is if you want them to like get you a prosthetic for now or anything. Oh, get a gold hand like freaking Captain Hook. Yeah. No, that, that, gold hand. I guess what you got, you have options. Uh, they can make you one that is just like a, a plain prosthetic out of clay, or they can make one out of iron. Heavy. Oh, <laughs> very heavy. Yes. I, I, oh, good club. I guess I can. Wear, would weigh, it would weigh one two, probably wouldn't be too bad after they fired it. The iron would weigh, weigh two pounds. Oh. Um, the clay one would weigh would do one pound. I the clay one ask, would shatter if someone hit it, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I suppose I'll go with the iron for now. Can at okay, least eat some so they will it? at least create you an iron hand for the moment. <laughs> it mimics every function of a real hand and also functions like a gauntlet. So iron strikes with the hand. Deal 1d3 plus your strength oh, bonus lethal damage instead of non-lethal. Don't grow that shit back. So it's actually articulating and everything? Like it Yes. It functions? Yeah, it's magic. Probably can't. That's can fucking I It's not just an iron thing. Like they have totally magic. Thought it was just like a cast of so they have magic prosthetics. So yeah. it's like a it's like a robot hand. They got like Luke Skywalker. Like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, but does it does it can I feel through it? No. No. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, sacrifice is a sacrifice. Take the cool metal hand and quit while you're ahead. <laughs> and now are you gonna let it look like metal or are you gonna put something over it? Do you have gloves? <laughs> I'm probably fine. See, I don't think I have any gloves, but I'd probably try to find some. It could just stay iron for now. But okay. With That's a literal cool. he's gonna hold it like a literal iron fist. Yeah. Of course he is. Iron Fist of Justice. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Iron Fist of Justice. Cool. When Beyonce shows up to breakfast this morning, there's going to be some significant changes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Incredible. All right. So uh, you guys will get breakfast in the morning. Um, you should be healed of everything. Like, you guys can get all, all healed up. I'm here. So even hit points wise, we can get the rest yes, of them back. You can, okay. you can get oh, your good. hit points back. Good. Yep. All right. And they are supposed to have this meeting soon, uh, and you guys still have not seen Leith. Katya came back last night. You would wake up Callista, and she would be here. Yeah, she came back like terrified. 
like like whimpering, crying to me. And hit her under the bed. And could like could I mean she she can communicate feelings enough to me that I figured out kind of like Lee throw her away. Yeah. And I had a brief moment of thinking I should go after him, and then I decided that it just I just just had to let it be. Like I just had to let him work out whatever he needed to work out. Um, but I will, as soon as Beyonce shows up for breakfast after the initial, like you have a hand again and you look so much better, um, <laughs> that I'll immediately follow that up with, uh, could you send a message to Lee? Yes. Yeah, just let him know about the meeting. He drove, he did not have a very good night. I do not think he drove Katya away. Uh, yeah. Yes. Of course. Um, I've been meaning to anyways. And he like kind of s- scratches his head, but he like kind of pushes too hard the first time because he's like, oh, oh. oh sorry, still getting used to this. Um, and um, it takes about 10 minutes, but do we know what time we're supposed to do this? Um, I, I imagine um, Merrick and I would... Done. Merrick and I would have just gone to wherever they likely would have the meeting. Maybe swung Bellmore's through the, office. Is maybe swung through the, the continental breakfast and gotten like a coffee uh, yeah. and uh, uh, up there waiting. Are you going to tell the rest of us where to go? We don't know where to no. go. You can find out. You guys have been through Bellmore's office. We're grieving. Did we know that that's where the meeting was? Bellmore's office? They'll tell you. Okay. Someone will yes. send you word. They um, want to make sure you're there, so... We believe in your capability, Callista. Um, well, Beyonce will, like, step away and sarcastic send in. Huh? What are you sending? Uh, I'm sending it it's to Lee. hugs and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna say... He's sending it to Leaf and say, I'm truly sorry for what happened. If you can handle it, there's a meeting in the Twilight Hall. Meet us there. Hugs and kisses. In like, in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Do you respond, Lee? Okay. Oh. Heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. The just kind of nods his head, walks past everybody, and says, well, he knows. And right after that, Leith would appear <laughs> standing on a table in the middle of the cafeteria. <laughs> he did not sleep well, and his aim's a little off, so he's got yeah. like one foot in somebody's oatmeal. <laughs> I want what you terrible. And he just looks down and just like kicks it off the guy and like wipes his shoe off Oi! and jumps down. I got nobody's. <laughs> You're generating gnome racism. Yeah. Oh, that was creepy. We'll just growl at the guy with uh, a very lupine feral. Uh- effect to it. And when she hears the growl, Katya's ears go back against her head. Doing that really low to the ground. Yeah, she's like head. slinking, like belly touching the ground, slinky. 
She's so brave, you guys. She's so brave. She's the bravest little baby. Gigantic bubbles. She's so good. Good to see you. Glad you're back. For now, at least. I understand. Do you want to join us in this meeting, or do you need some rest? I'll listen in. Well, actually, where the hell do we go? (laughs) Calista, you know where to go. You can take them. You're going to the office that we first arrived in. The office of Belhua. And I'll lead, I'll start leading the way. Beyonce will um, try to keep his hand unseen so that he doesn't feel too bad about it. Okay. Like in Paris? Tuck it in your pocket. Yeah. Gallon's walking with you guys too. So Gallon's coming to the meeting, Merrick's coming to the meeting. Um, so when you guys get in there, you would see that Siliria is here, Belvoir is here. Um, there's also um, that drow that we've met. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's actually here. Uh, the one who's Sirdere Cavadirtino. Tino, sorry. Um, so yeah, he's wearing like these long wizard robes and he's got white hair that's like braided on one side and uh, looks pretty grumpy. <laughs> and you would also see one more figure that is, looks like a, a high elf. Um, she is quite striking. She has long, like curly brown hair. You don't usually see too many curls on an elf, but and she has amber eyes. Um, she has like little jewels on her, her forehead that are actually in a sign of like a five pointed star. And she's dressed as a paladin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Does well, she look like a paladin of like of Mistra, like Carlos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, yep. Leith is going to just find the most inauspicious corner okay. to park himself. There's a chair in one of the corners, so you can call yourself up on it. And they have a, a big table here, so they would gesture for everybody to sit at the table. Katya chooses the side of Callista that puts Callista between herself and Lee. Okay. Beyonce is not going to sit at the head of the table, but close to it. And he's going to walk in, like, with his hand, like, just resting on Justifier, not gripping the handle. Okay. All right. Belhor looks to Sidelyria, um, and she stands instead of sits near the head of the table. And she says, Belhor has filled me in. Um, your party, what they've found out about the temples, about their plots, about the adventures you've had, 
is that there are much. We are grateful for all that you have given to protect the people of this realm. But it seems there is much more work to be done. The Harpers cannot stand by and watch this sort of fascist person try to take land from those who call this place their home. That is everything we stand against. Perhaps they were displaced, but their means are tyrannical, and it is no doubt that any empire they reestablish will be the same. Are we in agreement on that? Absolutely. Too many innocent lives have already been lost. And more will be. They seem to follow us. Do you know how they have found you? Hard to say, there are so many ways. They they may have eyes, places, there may be people within these walls, they may be scrying. For a long time we had a magical object, uh, a seed, they called it. Um, And we thought that's how they were finding us then. But the seed has been long since destroyed, and they still seem to know where we are. Callista suddenly reaches into her pouch and pulls out that tracking crystal mm-hmm. and looks at it and looks at everyone else. Oh, shit. <laughs> A fucking rat. Is it possible? And she activates it. It points towards the corner of the room where a chair sits. Where a leaf is. Well, fuck. What are you looking at for? Jill would stand up. They have planted something on you, me. What, what? Is it all of him? Or is it, like, how? No. It it can't point to the exact. If you go closer, you can find the exact spot. I'll stand up and walk closer. Okay. No, I'm, I'm trying very hard not to be aggressive in any way toward me. I'm just, I'm just, like, walking toward him. Okay. What are you looking for? I'll, I'll hold out my palm. We found this tracking crystal on the necromancer and assumed last night that it was he who was being tracked. But I think now he was tracking us. And I hold it closer to Leith. It's not on Leith proper. If you go behind him where he has his pack slung, for his items. That is something you carry. That perhaps has this concealed. The other half of this one. Leaf will set his pack and dump it out on the floor. Alright, well, what's in your pack, Leaf? All <laughs> <laughs> your inventory. Lay it out. What is Leaf carrying in his pack? Aspirin <laughs> falls out. Butt <laughs> plugs and all. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's got a bedroll, a belt, flint and steel. There's an iron pot, a mess kit, soap, torches, trail rations, some of which are probably expired. 
Water skin, climber's kit, potion of cure moderate wounds, wand of cure light wounds, a plus one. Oh, nope, that's now a plus two. I'm wearing that, never mind. Uh, wand of reduced person, thieves tools, a lunar calendar, silver chains, crushed ruby powder, uh, a rapier and dagger, two metal masks, and a it's wand a rapier of false in his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? It doesn't indicate any of those things. It indicates the empty bag he's holding. Is Calista the only one who can see this? Oh, that's Uh, a good question. She can feel it. It's like a pull. It is in the pack itself. I'm trying to, I like, I start feeling the pack, feeling if there's anything like stuck in the lining or something like that. So you check, there's no like side pockets or anything on the backpack that he hasn't dumped out. But you would, if you feel it, feel like in between the lining that there is something there. And you would see that there's like a seam right next to it. I will pull out. I think I'm the one carrying that masterwork dagger that we got. If not, I think I have a dagger on me. I'll just pull out my dagger and I'll just slit some of the stitching there. And the crystal falls out that matches yours. Shit. Shit. Well, it is clearly we... We're not blaming you of anything, Leith. It is clear you no. did not know this was here. It was hidden in your pack. Of course not. No, Leith, it isn't. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. They could have well, done Leith's it on any of our packs. Leith is going to grab the crystal and teleport. The one that was in his pack? Yep. Yeah. As soon as he and grabs it and looks gone. antsy, Joel would be like, no, 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 no. And, <laughs> and he's, he's gone. Okay, I still have the other half. We can still find him. <laughs> Where are you going, Leaves? <laughs> I'm going to cross the continent. The problem with running off with a dragon co- crystal is she knows which way you go. <laughs> what? Where is he going? Go to the east and remain Galadriel. <laughs> I will diminish. The west. I'm so glad to have Carrie here now during Lord of the Rings. Play. I mean, I, I feel so like I've broken up. Leaf is going to appear... On a sheep farm that they have passed in their travels. Uh huh. And tear a bit off of his shirt, tie it around this thing, tie it to a goat, <laughs> and teleport. Whack it on the ass. Okay, whack it on the ass. Go! Be free! <laughs> he's gone for maybe 10 minutes tops. Okay. And just reappears. So he's off in some random direction quite far away. You could sense that. <laughs> My God. When he comes back, I'm just gonna look I'm just I'm just gonna look at him like this. <laughs> what? Why? You still feel it far away at this point. Where did you leave it? Doesn't matter. It's my fault they found us. It is not your fault. It It could just as easily have been in any of our things. We all carry a backpack. It's... They came and they killed Harley because of me. No. They came and they killed Harley because of them. Because they are evil. They made the choice to kill. Jill would get down on a knee and take Leaf by both of his tiny, tiny shoulders. And she would be like, Leaf, you were one of these amazing people who told me that 
Other people's actions are not our fault. It's them and their decisions and the way they are. This was not your fault in any way. If you had your way, Harley would still be here. And I'm sure if you could do anything to bring her back, you would. Ooh, ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, and, can I, and, do I see any change on Leaf's face? That was Carrie. No, anyway, <laughs> reassuringly squeeze Leaf's shoulders and like nod and stand back and stand up. You weren't there, Jill. It didn't have to go the way that it did. There was... Sure what are you saying? Could have done. Leaf will just fidget with his pocket watch. Again, just spinning the dial, turning it backwards. Beyonce will walk over. Doesn't matter, though. Beyonce will walk over, not say anything, but like just put an arm around Leaf. Feeling similar feelings. And Salarius speaks up again, and she says, Your companions are correct. This was not your fault. But now that we know, we'll need to equip you with anti-spying magic. Something to keep them from finding you again. And I'm afraid you won't be able to stay here. We were planning to move on. Well then. We have a lead. We shall discuss while we are together and make a plan. They will not find you that way again. And that is where we will stop this part of wow. and And I now always know where a random goat is. <laughs> yeah, they can always find that goat. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, thank you guys for watching. We will be back to finish this episode next week. You guys have a good one. We love you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Carrie again at Dice Tales Live, and we want to thank you so much for rejoining us for that awesome episode. One last big shout out to our sponsors and friends of the show, Gaming Paper, Character Case, and of course, our guys over at Sirenscape. You guys are absolutely the bee's knees, and we would not be where we are without all of you. Of course, the loyal listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for rejoining us for that wonderful episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to it half as much as we enjoyed making it. If you liked anything that you just heard, please feel free to follow us on all the social medias. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and of course, find us on Spotify where you can hear this and other awesome episodes all from our backlog so you can get all caught up on all of the hijinks with the Children of Destiny. And of course, we hope to hear you back for episode number 116, Without Fear or Favor, Part 3. Thank you so much for listening.